Welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom, and Mike's not here today. The reason for that is because this is a best of episode. You see, sometimes we get caught up in real life and we can't record an episode or we can't finish the podcast edit in time to put it out on a Friday like we like to. Rather than make people wait a whole week for the next release or to have it released in the middle of the week, which doesn't really buy us much time, we decide once in a while we want to put up a best of episode. This episode is a compilation of episodes one through seven of our podcast, Storytime with Tom and Mike. Um, Obviously, that's what you're listening to. And uh, we really hope you enjoyed some of this early stuff. Uh, It's definitely not as polished, uh, but it's, uh, I think, some of our funnier stuff. I feel like we've gotten a little more long in the tooth as time has gone on. Hopefully uh, you don't think so and you still think we're funny, and that's why you continue to listen. But in either case, here's the show. I got to tell you that uh, just randomly tonight, um, I said to my significant other, Jane, I said, um, she's like, how would you, what do you think about like having some buttered rice for dinner? And I said, you can't just eat rice without a protein. (laughs) And um, she was like, oh, and I was like, how about like beans and rice? My one friend one time made me red beans and rice and like this chicken. Uh, She was, she was Puerto Rican. The food was out of this world. So good. And Jane just randomly was like, oh, I've got beans here and I've got salsa and I got this and I got that. And here I just had uh, I just had beans and rice and stuff uh, for dinner. It was insane. Nice. And I counted I counted the beans as my proteins. So that was uh, that was just a, that was a little taste for you there of uh, how things are going to go. Just beans. a random story. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I already bean- had gas earlier, so everybody better just look out. Well, I'm just hoping that you update this on your Bean blog because I've been waiting for an update. It, you know, the Bean blog is slow going, but it is really some fantastic content if you ever get the chance to look at it. I have I have two cats fighting in my living room right now, too. What's the URL again of your Bean blog? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can't tell you that right this minute off the top of my head. It's something like www.igotgasfromlegumes.biz. I went with .biz because I really feel like it's more important than a .com or org. I, I kind of like the idea of www www.dembeans.com <laughs> Dembeans <laughs> Okay, that's it. I got something else to put onto the list now. <laughs> Should I got to do this week? Dembeans th- th- This is going to be a short story because I could read all these, but this one here just struck me as being so funny. I ran out of toilet paper the other day. All my clothes and towels were in the wash. I had no choice but to wipe my butt with my underwear. I think I made the right call. Throwing them away is definitely easier than washing the cat. It just randomly came to me one day, and I wrote it down. I told you it was funny. I was working for a food store 
which was right across the street from my house at the time. And I worked in the bakery department uh, with my friend, so she was the cake decorator and I was the sort of tray up guy, put like bread on trays and get them prepped so that they could just throw them in the oven in the morning. I didn't remember you working in the bakery. That's yeah, that's something I didn't necessarily know about you. Yeah, oddly enough. Yeah. Oh man, it was, it was, it had some benefits. But uh, so one day, um, this little old man who I would put at about five foot one at the tallest and stooped over. No, he was literally little and old. Yes. Yes. Uh, he I fit would, the bill. I would All say right. he was in his eighties. And uh, advanced osteoporosis would made him more like four seven, just in, mm. and and he he walks up to the cakes, <clears throat> puts both of his hands on the glass case, and just looks intently at these cakes with this big lost look on his face, like a smile. Uh, and he looks. I, I I can sympathize with that. And he looks up at me, and he says. Ham, and I said, <laughs> I said what? And he said, Do you have any ham? <laughs> and I just, I turned back to my coworker who was taking her lunch break, and she was eating a piece of the deli fried chicken, and and she almost choked. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I was like, well, sir, um, the ham would be in the deli, which is right over here. And I directed him to the deli. He goes, oh, thank you. And it was just one of the most surreal things that ever happened to me because this poor man, I mean, he had these glasses that looked like Coke bottles. The, he was like Mr. Magoo. It was Mr. Fucking Magoo came to my fucking bakery. <laughs> I do have another, another really. Uh, it has to do with butts again. Story that well, maybe if somebody can, what I'm what were all, you say? I'm always open to stories about butts. It, well, you you do like big butts, and you cannot lie. I didn't say that. But if you somebody can that. find can find a little bit of pleasure out of my pain. I would uh, I would enjoy this, and perhaps I have told you this story before. I'm I'm sure I I probably had to have, but uh, being a relatively young man, I uh, at the time, and I'm still I mean I'm still only in my 40s, early 40s. I advocate for for prostate awareness because I've had issues mm -hmm. at a young age, and it's scary to have problems with your prostate. So it's worth you know getting checked. Every you know, every year, every couple of years, whatever it turns out to be. But I was having a pretty decent amount of pain when I was in my maybe my early 30s, and uh, I ended up going to the emergency room. And uh, the hospital that is near us here in Hershey is a teaching hospital, right? So there's a good chance that when you go to get something done, you will uh, the doctor will be accompanied by med students of uh varying education and uh specialties etc but they have to do a rotation through the emergency department typically right, right so i'm in getting my prostate checked and this doctor uh you know they have to stick a finger in your butt 
Yep. And he does it, and he's like, oh, well, do you mind if I have uh, a couple of students that are here with me? Try <laughs> also and, finger uh, your butthole. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially, yes. Essentially finger bang you. So, <laughs> so I'm like, look, if, if my pain... And, and, you know, can get them some experience in this area and help somebody else. You know, I'm all, I already hurt so bad right now. I can't sit. I can't, you know, I can't walk comfortably or anything else. So, yes, I'll allow this. Well, I, I don't know how many fucking people were lining up to do this. But I swear to you, I got finger banged by about six, eight people that <laughs> night. So uh, thankfully, thankfully they used they used a sufficient amount of lube, I would say. And uh, the nurse is like, "Oh, here, let me clean, help clean you up when they're done." And I'm like, "Okay." And she takes like a paper towel, and I need you to imagine I'm laying on my side, you know, like the credit card machine, how you swipe your card through it. Uh huh. She folded the paper towels in half and went to wipe my ass. And as she goes to do it, she's kind of holding on to the edges of the paper towel. And basically, she hit that slick patch in my butt cheeks and fucking ran the paper towel halfway up my back. (laughs) I had had lube from the bottom of my ass crack to my shoulder blades almost. Jesus Christ. And uh, so, yes, at this point, not only have I been humiliated, finger banged by numerous people, and my anus is gaping at this point, but I also end up with lube smeared up my back, out of my butt. Uh, Yeah, so uh, that was uh, that was that was a story that I will never forget. I went to a urologist. Because of my prostate, you know, once again, I think this might, this was after the hospital visit. And uh, this place is up in Harrisburg on 2nd Street, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, for those listening. And um, that's the in part the, of the, the part, United States of America. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. What am I saying? You know, the, you, you know how 2nd Street is when you get down to the one end of it, it gets kind of narrow. Oh, yeah. And it was down in that area. So. We're we're uh, I'm I'm going in and this guy is like okay we're gonna take and you know uh, do like uh, an ultrasound on your bladder and see if you're emptying and he's like I gotta check everything out this dude treated my junk like it was one of those stress relievers <laughs> he was like opening the tip up and squeezing it and fucking honking my balls <laughs> and everything <laughs> honk, and honk. He, <laughs> he's doing all this and I'm like I'm like there is a, a window directly at the foot of the exam table bed kind of thing you know that you're sitting on and I'm like the building across the street is pretty close and I'm like can they see in here? And he's like, no, no, no. It's the glass is smoked from the other side. So you can't, um, you can't see in. And I go, Oh, okay. So he gets done fucking, you know, pounding my junk all over the place and beating it up like it owed him money. (laughs) And I leave and I'm like, that guy was way too rough. Like it was like, if I got a hand job from an angry monkey is what this (laughs) felt like. <laughs> you know, like he was he was rough on he was rougher on my shit than I ever was at my worst. I go outside and I'm like, oh, okay, I wonder. I look up 
and I could see in the fucking room that I was just in. Oh, no. I said the people in the office building across were probably like, hey, the doc's got another one in here. <laughs> Watching him fucking squeeze my junk. I'm serious. He did it the one time, and I swear a little party if he ever came out one. When he did it. That was that was what this whole thing was like. <laughs> Jeez Louise. You know, Terrible. I have to say, I have to say, um, there's a, uh, there's a pretty good chance that you just got sexually assaulted. It's a possibility. I find out it wasn't even the doctor. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> it was the janitor or some yeah, shit. Yeah, it's just some guy happened to be there, grabbed a lab coat, started. He's laughing about it to this day. He's like, in your fucking yeah. junk like a goddamn like an engine part. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time that I made this guy's penis into an, a balloon dog or something? You know. <laughs> Thankfully, he didn't try to blow in the end of it to uh, you know to make it bigger. I don't know. That was that was fucking terrible. Uh, well, the the poor people that saw it too. I mean, if unless they enjoy that kind of stuff, you know, that was uh, that was something. Let me tell you, I never I never went back to that guy again, because I tell you, if if I get a rough hand job like that, uh, I don't expect my insurance to have to pay for it. Right. You know. Yeah, I agree. I should, I should pay for it myself. I probably could have had a better and more comfortable exam. From somebody out in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I did. I'm still not sure. You know? Yeah, again, it's, it's <laughs> unclear. It's like, all right, hold still. This will take only a second. Crank, <laughs> crank. It's like all these noises coming out of the room, you know? You know, I was reminded he, he of something. He takes and slaps you with a fucking... Um, uh, uh, belt from a from a, a an engine. <laughs> I was thinking a cold fish. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Right on your you know, right was, on your dong. I was <laughs> dong. Ninth grade, I actually had a <laughs> geology class, and we went on a class trip to this like. It was like a what's the word? You didn't for go to it? the Harley plant? Uh, no, we didn't go to the Harley plant. It was like this dump, but it had all these. I'm serious. It, did, it was. It was like a dump. Do you mean a literal dump, or you just mean the place is really unclean? A literal dump. A literal dump. Okay. okay. Like, like uh, it had a all these, life science in action. Well, sort of, but it was like a place where there were a bunch of different types of rocks and big piles. It was like a quarry. I guess. I don't really know. Hmm. I wasn't all that interested in it, but the point was to find as many different types of rocks as possible and bring them back and study them. Um, but I didn't only cared about the fact that we were stopping at McDonald's on the way. So I took my allowance money for two weeks and saved it up. Um, wow. Yeah. Cause I was so excited about this and yeah, you were straight up. You were going for it all in. Oh yeah. Oh wait. You know what? I think I was working at Hardee's at the time. So it wasn't just my my money, but anyway, what the the end result is that I ended up eating forty McNuggets. <laughs> I I you know I'm laughing, but I cringed a little bit when you said that. 
<laughs> that was my lunch. It was you ate 40... more than your daily allotment of whips and assholes that day. <laughs> 40 The USDA frowned on that even. <laughs> and I remember being puzzled or as the to... the FDA, whatever. I may remember being puzzled as to why it didn't make me as happy as 20 did. <laughs> it's like, but that's twice as many, so that's twice as yeah. good, right? You had 20 extra reasons to be really upset about it. Yeah. You know what's what's funny? And this was another tech thing. <laughs> you fucking ate what? Dude, that's a ridiculous. I couldn't eat 40 nuggets on my best day. <laughs> which would in turn turn into my worst day because my fucking triglycerides <laughs> would go through the roof. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with all that trans fat that they had back in those days. Oh, I'm surprised yeah. you didn't shit out a brick of lard. <laughs> <laughs> with little chicken bits in it. Yeah. It even came out breaded. What do you know? <laughs> the whole thing is breaded. It reconstituted itself in my bowels. <laughs> Do you know why cherry trees smell? No. Because George Washington cut one. <laughs> why do you want to hurt me? Why do you want <laughs> Do you really want to hurt me? Okay. I do. All right. So uh, there's this place in upward, up, uh, up somewhere in western Pennsylvania, like northwestern Pennsylvania, um, that really helps. That's famous. <laughs> well, I don't know the exact location anymore, but um, my coworker was telling me about it. And he was telling me, he said, uh, there's this spillway and all these carp build up there. And they're mm -hmm. so thick that the ducks walk on top of them. It's just tons I've and tons before, and tons yeah. of carps. Uh, carps. Yeah, carp. Carp. I guess the plural of carp, carp or is... koi. Well, well, koi are carp, actually, essentially. There's fancy carp. So, but yes. He says, and I never do this, but I put my wallet in my upper pocket and I lean forward uh, to toss some food down to the duck, to the, to the carp. And my wallet fell out of my pocket, landed on the, 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 the fish, and instead of sinking, it just bounced along along the top. And I said, well, I'll be damned. I've never seen carp-to-carp -carp walleting before. <laughs> I thought this was a real story. He got me on well, that he, he, that's the thing is he would deliver these things as though they were real stories. After working with this guy for four years, I can finally usually pick up in advance that when he's <laughs> taking me for a ride. But carp to carp walleting instead he's, of wall to wall carpeting <laughs> he is a he is a master of dad jokes and he's often been known to say yeah you grow now but you'll tell it tomorrow i was at a place with some friends of mine and we were doing a bachelor party thing and uh went to there's two clubs right next to each other and went to one because that's what we were told to do <laughs> and ended up paying a cover charge and you walk in and there are some very angry looking dudes playing pool in the room directly inside the building and we go in and it's myself another individual that I worked with and one of my coworkers fathers and there is nobody else there 
And this is like at fucking, you know, seven o'clock at night, which I thought was kind of odd. So we get in there and this large, I'll describe her as an Amazon because I'm pretty sure she could have thrown me over her shoulder or stuffed me in her pocket had she had pants on and carried (laughs) me out of the building to do with me whatever she wanted because she was, she was a large muscular woman, you know, not, not unattractive at all. Uh, right. Some of the other ladies that were at this particular place were were certainly uh, what I would say were B teamers, <laughs> ones that were either just starting out or maybe at the end of their career, and it just you know wasn't. But anyways, so she <laughs> comes over and she sits down. There's nobody on the stage as of right now, so we completely walk into a strip club expecting to see women taking their clothes off, and there is and nothing going on. It's like. I've been uh, the to fucking, places it's like, like that before. It's like the food court at the mall at 2 a.m. Yeah. There is nothing going on here. So we get what in there. What time of day was it? This was like at 7 o'clock at night. Okay. So a little yeah, early maybe. but still. early. So, so, well, the story, you know, after we get past this. So the, the uh, lady comes up and she kind of sits down in front of us. And the furniture in this place was something that I would say was akin to, I don't know, um, uh, a college um, public area where they hadn't replaced the furniture since the mid-1980s. It's like, you know, (laughs) old wooden furniture with padding on it that – like why you would have furniture with padding on it inside of a strip club, I don't know because I feel like, you know, there would be some bodily fluids possibly – depending on what kind of a club you're at, even if it was sweat and stuff like that, and it just would gather stink and everything. So we're sitting on this on this furniture, and she's like, so you uh, you guys like to have a good time? And I'm like, you know, well, uh, yeah, I guess. What is a good time? You know, and she's like, are you even old enough to be in here? And I'm like, well, I did get carted at the door, and at this point I was in my mid to late 20s, and I'm like, so yeah, I'm definitely legal to be in here. Because I have such a baby face. And um, so she's like, so do you like to have – she just like kept on asking like to have a good time. And at this point, I, I don't know if I was naive or what the deal was, but I'm kind of like – I don't know what exactly this means, but I have a feeling that it's not something that's going to be beneficial to me. So I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, I guess. But again, I don't know what you're getting at. So there – she loses interest with the three of us and leaves because my I'm apparently guess, the only one that could my- talk. Well, my guess is that she wanted to know if you guys partied. Yeah. She wanted to know if you guys had Coke. Well, either way, I did not. Neither the powder nor the soft drink. And (laughs) also, I had no interest in getting a lap dance, going to the VIP room, or doing anything else. I had just paid to get in there, and I didn't think I was supposed to be paying for a bachelor party, so I was kind of pissed to begin with about that. But she loses interest in us in a few minutes. I'm the only one that was talking out of the three of us. So she's like, all right, I'm going to go up and dance, I guess. So she goes up and starts dancing, comes over and grabs me first, pulls me up to the stage. And the stage is, I don't know, maybe a foot and a half off the floor. Not incredibly high. Uh, Like kind of leans me over the stage, like where I'm bending backwards and dances over top of me, has everything on. No, no, no biggie. And, uh, you know, I get done. She kind of hugs me and sends me on my way, comes over and grabs my coworker's dad. And this isn't the coworker that was with and the coworker's dad. We're not, you know, we're not family. So the coworker's dad, who was the uh, f- uh, father of the groom, 
goes up and now she's taken off her top and she's, you know, rubbing her tits on him and, and everything. And she lays him back on the stage, dances over top of him. Same thing. Like nothing really that special gives him a, I think she gave him a hug also and sent him over to sit down. So then it comes to my coworker who's extremely socially awkward and uh, like the kind of person that can't even hold a conversation with people at times because he's always got to be right and he's kind of a a dick about stuff and a real you know like everything's got to be by the book by the rules kind of a guy. So she grabs a hold of him, and at this point she takes off her bottom. So now she is naked except for her shoes. Lays him back across the stage, is squatting over top of his face <laughs> and dancing. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope nothing drips out and hits him in the uh, nose. And yeah. uh, so this is all oh, that's gnarly. Of, of great humor to me at this point. I'm fucking loving every minute of it. And she reaches down to grab his belt. And when she does, I, I wish you could see what I was doing right now. But she goes <laughs> to grab his belt and his hands start doing like this insane like flailing shuffle across his stomach and down towards his belt, trying to stop her from getting his belt. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing all this happening as I'm saying it. So she slaps his hands out of the way, <laughs> takes and unbuckles his belt, rips it off of his pants, flips him over and starts beating his ass with his own belt. I mean, a beating wow. so, a beating more savage than anything I've ever seen. Happen. You saw this happen? Oh my god, yes! I'm fucking crying while this is happening because I'm laughing so oh hard. Oh my god! She is whooping his ass, taking him to task. He went to the woodshed and and back several times. Gets done beating his ass with his own belt. <laughs> Kisses him on the lips. And throws him back towards us. As you may imagine, he had a very colorful nickname after that because I leaned over and said, she was probably just blowing one of those dudes that's over at the door uh. before we came in. <laughs> and now you got dick lips. So I called him Dick Lips for a good long time after that, much Not to his chagrin. Not the nickname I was expecting him to receive. <laughs> I was like, you but just an had apt one, an apt one. You just had a stripper kiss you on the lips, bro. Yeah. That's something. I was like, I think yeah. she had a thing for you. What, what, what would you have thought the nickname I would give him was? I don't know, like, um, like Spanky. That would have been that would have been a good one too. But you she know. lit him up. I've never. I've, I thought. I mean, that, that I the point is that I thought based on context clues that it was going to be a spanking based moniker, not dick lips. It just I wish I would have thought of that. You know. Yeah. Last time you saw me, my beard was was pretty pretty long. I trimmed it up because it was it was driving me crazy. I kept kept getting like I turned my head with a jacket with a zipper and it would snag my hair and, and like rip a hair out. So I was getting really pissed about it. So I trimmed it way down. And it's funny because my hair had been had not been trimmed short in so long that even though the hairs were short, they were still going in seven hundred different directions. <laughs> so it was near impossible for me to get it cleanly trimmed up. Oh, my goodness. Beard oil, man. Beard oil. I cannot say it enough. Yeah, I, 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 I know that you don't like the scent that I chose, but, uh, you know, the, the general, uh, 
vibe of using beard oil is a good thing. Uh, I I don't bother with it, but my beard isn't that thick. So it's not really Mine, a problem. much like my pubic thatch is insane. Yeah, I know yours is thick. I, well, I don't know about your pubic thatch, and I don't. I don't know. Really I feel, I feel know. like you were just speaking from a place of knowledge right there. I, like, I, I know. Yeah. I wasn't, and and you know what? I told you it is. So you, therefore, you should know. I should. I do know because you told me. But yeah. like experientially, I don't know. Thankfully, I've never <laughs> woken up to have you standing over me in the night. Your 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 shit all out on display. You know that that Gaze reminds me of something me interesting. <laughs> there are plenty of balls. friends. There are plenty of friends. That's I'm just gonna skim right over that. There are plenty of friends that have seen each other naked. Yeah. And I have never seen you naked. Yeah. Not once. Nope. And you, likewise, have never seen me naked that I'm aware of. I don't think so. No. And like I know people that like have seen their parents naked and everything. I have never, in my remembrance, thankfully. Uh, well, I mean, most for the most part, ever seen my parents naked and there's people that like, that's a normal thing for them. And I just couldn't imagine, um, you know, seeing my parents naked or parading around my house in the buff. It would be weird. I love that word for parading. Well, I mean, that's the only way I would do it. Yeah. Let's be honest. If I'm nude, I'm not, I'm not walking around with my hands covering anything. I'm just gonna, I'm going to strut. And hopefully remember to put a towel down on my recliner before I sit on it, since everybody else seems to like my fucking chair, too. <laughs> you know? Maybe that'd be a way to keep other people from sitting on my chair. Hmm. Hmm. You leave a couple uh, uh, odd-colored stains on your chair, and maybe <laughs> if everybody thinks twice about sitting on it. Yeah. Is that a mustard smear, Dad? Hmm. <laughs> nope. Nope. Remember remember uh, what we had for dinner last Thursday? Yep. That's the, uh, that's the aftermath. That's the other end of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that my parents are unattractive was all that I was, you know, trying to get at. You know, my, I think, obviously, uh, they must have been, you know, they must be, you know, good looking because look at me, you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. Okay, come on. You you know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. You find your parents attractive because you like yourself. That's cool. <laughs> that is kind of what I just said. It is. No, that's not you what know, I meant. I'm just, Anyways, just deconstructing what you said. You know. Hey, don't fucking psychoanalyze <laughs> me, there, Freud. I don't need that shit. Oh, okay. Well, I'm mm. sensing a little hostility, but uh, we can oh, discuss that yeah. during our next session. <laughs> I am laying in my recliner right now, so it is kind of appropriate. You know, uh, oh, you and I that are... is appropriate because I'm also playing with my balls right now. Sweet. Is, is that what he did? Freud? I don't know. Yeah. Did he, did he play with his ball? I mean, I'm sure, you know, maybe he did. He probably did. You probably and I not are... while his patients were in the room, but I mean, he was a guy. I imagine he probably played with his balls a lot. That's kind well, of a standard I, I pa- part think, of the package with guys. I personally think everybody plays with the shaft, but not nobody pays enough attention to the balls. You know, I was introduced to something that's fun to say, and it's also quite tasty. Steel-cut oat groats. Oat groats. It sounds kind of like scroats, which makes me chuckle. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's basically old-fashioned oats. Oat groats. Groat groats. Yep. 
I, I, I ran around the house the first day that we had, because um, Jane had bought a bag of them and brought them home. And I was like, steel, cut out, groats, steel, cut out, groats. To the, you know, ad nauseum, I was running around the house <laughs> screaming it and singing it and everything. And I believe that I was actually banned from ever saying it again when somebody's in the room with me. <laughs> because I, I annoyed them. It was like uh, one of the restaurants years ago had uh, had a dinner deal with Flaky Baked Scrod. <laughs> And I used to run around and say "flaky big scrod, flaky big scrod" to everybody all the time. <laughs> That's another one that I'm not allowed to say anymore. I was uh, banished from saying the word "weenie beanie" uh, when I was a kid. I love weenie beanie. When I was a kid, I had never heard of weenie beanie, and we were on my way. We were on our way to the airport to pick up my dad uh, with my mom and my their business partner, um, and. Mm -hmm. He said, oh, look, there's a weenie beanie. And I said, weenie beanie, 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 today, weenie beanie, weenie beanie, and repeated that for an hour. That's awesome. To the point where my dad's coworker was like, oh, does he ever stop? My mom goes, no. I'm literally going to turn around, I hate to say this, and punch your kid in the mouth if he doesn't shut up. There's this guy comes up to me one day as I'm walking around the building and he says, do you have any change? And this guy's wearing a suit. He's got a tie ties, not loosened. Um, and I said to him, no, I'm sorry. I don't have any change on me. He goes, yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, dude, was he like clean shaven and like you yeah. know well put together? Yes. Hmm. And he's just like, yeah, right. And I'm like, man, with that kind of attitude, I'm surprised that anyone would give you any money. Have good luck with that, pal. He's like, go oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> and then he turns without any hesitation and to the next people says, "Excuse me, I'll bless you. Do you have any change?" <laughs> He's like, just ignore everything that just happened. Yeah, completely, <laughs> completely dismissed what just transpired where I just, you know, <laughs> bitched this man out. Oh, my goodness. But I'll never forget. Like, like I'm not going to do it at volume, obviously, because I don't want to wake up my wife. But it was it was definitely like this. Yeah, right. It was almost like something out of like an 80s music video. <laughs> I love the thought of that. I mean, just <laughs> imagining, uh, you know, a close up on him doing it, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, what do you think? Was this guy like on a bender just wearing his, his work clothes and never loosened his tie or what? I mean, that's, that's kind of sounds like strange behavior for somebody who's dressed in the manner which you described. Yeah. I, I honestly have no clue. It's I'm really weird. Yeah. I know people who, well, I, I don't know them personally, but I know someone whose brother uh, is an ex-heroin addict who you put him in under any kind of altered state of consciousness and mm -hmm. he's going to seek out that drug. Because that's all it takes is just that as a start. 
It's enough to hmm. change the way they think. And then they'll be like, okay, I'm going to go get it. That's like uh, me getting drunk and always wanting to kiss dudes. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, something that gets broken out by that. Actually, those things are completely not related at all. <laughs> I keep hearing the sounds of shovels and rocks hitting tar like hard. Where? Dirt. Whenever you talk. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's almost like the sound of someone digging their own grave. Oh, <laughs> I get it then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you but you literally did. And I'm like, where? There's nothing. Things are mostly quiet around me right now. <laughs> you ass. <laughs> I'm not I'm not worried about that at all. Everybody oh. knows. Do you remember getting um, like uh, like little the little uh, records and the books and you could play the little record and it would it would read the story to you? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. Like a read oh, with me, man. Yeah. I love those things. Yeah, me too. And like the Transformers ones, it would make these like robot noise and it'd be like burn a page and like a robot voice and stuff. Oh, man. And well, gremlins. Get in the turn cage. The, turn the page. Oh, you know, or something, you know, something like, like that. No, get in the cage. Get it rubs an ocean on its skin, rubs against the hose again. You know, that's <laughs> that's that was the predecessor to scaring the shit out of children with uh, with Hannibal Lecter. Speaking of crazy sounds, why don't we talk about that fucking sound file that I sent you? That was uh, that was that was pretty crazy. Why don't you play it for us? Play it for you. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know that I can. Why can't you do that? It's on my phone. Well. <laughs> well. You can't play something because it's on your phone here. I well, have it. Yeah. How? How? I was gonna say. How am I gonna do that? I'd have to take and like hold it up to the fucking microphone, right? Yeah. That's okay. All, well, that's all you need to do. Okay. Well, hold your fucking shorts on here. Oh my god. My computer just said ding, 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 again, so I'm just going to let that go for a few minutes. I think I'm going to unplug my phone because it's starting to piss me off. Oh, your phone is... Oh, Are you're... you ready for that, Michael? Are you? Are you ready to bring a shimmering mother lord into your home and to show him your cupboards and have him jiggle <laughs> around the room like jello? That is what he will do, Michael. You had better be prepared, Michael. This is, ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of insanity that just suddenly gets thrust upon you while you're sitting while you're sitting in your living room watching television in the evening. And you're like, what? <laughs> that's uh, that's that. <laughs> I uh, I didn't know whether to be um, disturbed or not by that, and then I decided that yes, that in fact was the correct yeah being um, disturbed, emotion to be feeling at that. I feel like disturbed <laughs> is probably, a, a, if nothing else, a reasonable response to what you yeah. experienced. I don't know if you've been to the grocery store. In the last seven days. I have not. Well, um, 
I don't do the shopping typically. That's why. Okay. Uh, we went today. Um, and it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but people were just hostile. And um, it, 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 you walk through it. It almost realize, sounded like you said you walk through it, like guacamole. Sorry. Uh, no, you walk I've, through it. Okay. Could you not pick up on every little... <laughs> <laughs> it's part of my charm. Yeah, yeah. You're like the O of Squirrel of conversations. <laughs> Any glimmering <laughs> thing you find in the path, you have to stop and investigate, and let's just derail the fucking story again and again. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Without getting into a political uh, uh, commentary at all, I, I, I like how we always preface something we're about to say you know, yeah, that's political is, by saying, "I'm not trying to be political. I'm not we, going to get political, yeah, but we always do." We, it's it's almost like saying, "I'm not racist, but but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't mean to offend you with I'm this, not but political, but." <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's true. One of these days I'm going to have, uh, a whisper room. Uh, that's, that's one of my goals. A whisper room, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> so does, is not the creepy ass thing that it might sound like. It really does sound like, yeah, yeah. it sounds whisper. like a room that I would go to to whisper, <laughs> My disdain for people and so forth so that nobody can hear me. And you could use it for that. Come to the Whisper Room. It's nothing like the Whisper app. I I don't know the the app, but... Oh my goodness. It's an app where people go to, and you cut this out if you like, where people go to this app and they confess things that they've done. Oh. Where it's completely anonymous. So it's like post-secret. More or less, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like that. I'm good with keeping that in. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, you go on there and be like, I went over and I tasted a piece of my neighbor's dog poop and nobody knows who it was. Although I suspect that, that they can track things because if you went on there and was like, I murdered all of my neighbors, they would probably <laughs> be able to track it back to, uh, to uh, you know, a server or something like that and backtrack it to you. I would right. hope. Right. You right. know. But in general, it's just for goofy shit from what I've gathered where people will just be like, you know, I profited off one. I profited off the the coronavirus. (laughs) Yeah. I sold a roll of toilet paper for thirty five dollars, a single roll, you know, (laughs) or something stupid like that. It's like five dollars a roll, I think, is the, the, the current street price for for toilet paper. Or like you just like hoard elements, like like hoard aluminum or mm-hmm. hoard whatever and like make a bunch of bunch of bunch of walls and just like line the exterior of all your bases with walls <laughs> and and in so doing like level up like four times. <laughs> I had to laugh. I'm sorry, this is something I have the TV on obviously in the room that I'm in. 
And this girl's sitting on a fountain, and she's got a bunch of berries and stuff, and they're feeding the pigeons. And this one pigeon's standing there, and it looks like it's all beat up and shit, and only has one leg, and it coughed, and its own foot popped out of its mouth because <laughs> it ate its leg. I, I don't know why that's so funny, but it got me. <laughs> it's so random and stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I showed you the logo to this show, and I said, should I have a better photograph? Yeah. You said, I like it. It's imperfect, kind of like the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the fact that the most laughter I've heard from you this evening was from a <laughs> fucking commercial that you were watching while I was it's... telling a story <laughs> really drives that point home for me. It's like, yeah, it is imperfect, isn't it? It Well, it is. And, we don't uh, know it's, what we're doing, it's... and we're both so fucking riddled with ADD, we can't do it well anyway. <laughs> well, I don't know. You've pointed out now, this is the second time you've pointed out that I'm like a fucking squirrel for something without saying it this time, but you're right. You're right. It's absolutely true. <laughs> I was just uh, sitting here, and I did something I don't normally do. I had boots on, and I popped them off my feet. I do that every day, but I didn't have okay. socks on. I didn't have socks on inside my boots, <laughs> and that's fucking that's disgusting. That's nasty, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's so fucking nasty. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, I had to run outside real quick to do something. And I just threw a pair of boots on, and I just remembered as I was sitting here, I was like, oh, man, I don't have any socks on. So I, I kicked them off quick. I'm sure that the odor in the uh, lower third <laughs> of my recliner is probably not as pleasant as uh, as further up. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say anything from the half point down of your recliner doesn't Well, you might great. be right. <laughs> Although I haven't, really, I haven't really ripped any ass in the last, you know, half hour, so it's probably okay. I'm talking. This is more of a sustained effort smell. Like this is a, <laughs> this is a funk. It's not like a temporary situation. Are you anymore. telling me that I smell? I'm telling you that when you spend that much time in a spot, you tend to collect your odors into it. <sighs> maybe, maybe I wouldn't. I mean, not personally. I don't sniff. Uh, I don't sniff my seat cushions, so I don't worry about it too much. But yeah, I guess in certain circumstances, I might. Who knows? Back when you were single, though, you did fuck that hole in the couch. Well, you know, you, you take it where you can get it. Yeah. The hole uh, and the couch consented, so, you know, it is what yeah. it is. I'm just really glad you never caught up with that spring. You really made me think of that goofy-ass couch that you used to have in your bedroom again. You just you just brought it back to my mind again. Yeah, the fucking... Not, not, yeah, not to get into the kidney killer, not to get into the whole story again, but it just automatically, whenever somebody says couch... <laughs> the fucking bird with the one leg is back again. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I fucking saw it again. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. That's a throwback for anyone listening to the last episode. <laughs> it just popped onto the screen again. I just saw it, you know. So I yeah, expecting uh, that. Like, these these people that walk around and don't wear socks in their shoes. That's got to be one of the most disgusting trends. Like something that automatically when I when I see it, if I see somebody with a pair of like sneakers on and they aren't wearing socks, automatically makes me go like gag a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I usually take a hatchet to their ankle. Well, you know, I yeah. uh I may just walk up and be like, "Hey, I bet yeah. your feet don't smell pleasant." 
<laughs> That's a message from your shoe. And, you know, leave it at that. <laughs> your shoe says hello and fuck you. <laughs> and by the way, you can see dog turds with the naked eye. Try looking down. <laughs> I didn't know that was in dispute. Well, you know, for a shoe, letting you know, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. The shoe doesn't have any idea what's going on upstairs. It's not physically a part of you, although it does spend a lot of time attached. Yeah. That's that's my understanding of the whole situation. I think, I think what might be aided in, in, in helping us is some technology that sort of gives shoes nerve endings that attach to ours. Oh, my God. That would be so fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> if you're close you, nerve endings. Yeah, could you imagine, like, like you're wearing like, um, like protective stuff or something like that, and you get hit in the eye with a piece of a rock or something like that, and it makes you go, "Oh my eye! Oh my god!" <laughs> you know, in reality, yeah, yeah. you didn't suffer any injury, but you sure felt it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible idea. <laughs> well, all right. It was somebody a bit... at the factory messes with you and puts taste buds on the back of your pants or something like that. Oh damn, that's horrible. <laughs> that... Oh god, Ugh. what did I do? Yeah, I, I, let's say that my my idea was more impassioned than it was intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now it's still I, funny, you know. I, I know, but now that we break it down, it doesn't seem like it was such a smart idea after all. <laughs> you know. Oh mm, yeah, but, um, but delicious, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I want to taste what? my own asshole. Even if you don't go out onto the beach, I've just been the, to the beach before, yeah, but never been to the boardwalk. And I'm gonna have yeah. to. I'm gonna have to do this now. You will because the, you just have that nice. <laughs> you like you bracing breeze from the sea. And that salty air and uh, just tons of, like, cool shops. Your kids will fucking love it, dude. Wasn't Seabreeze a facial cleanser from the uh, 80s and 90s? It was. Yeah. And it smelled yeah, it was really an astringent. weird. Yeah, it smelled like uh, like some really strong mint and something. Your Seabreeze stays in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, or I'm something sure. like that. <laughs> I think that's for a totally different product. <laughs> Why the fuck would your sea breeze stay on her mind? That'd be dumb. The fact that you have acne stayed on her mind. Um, oh, they are Chincoteague ponies. They're not miniature horses. Where's their miniature horses at? Sorry. You I go don't know. Your, you go ahead well, with your I story. was in Ocean fucking city. <laughs> <laughs> And I was fucking, I got like a, a plate of what you call it, um, <laughs> fucking, uh, uh, you know why I mixed it up? You you're talking Chinkatig. So I know you're thinking Chinkatig and I'm talking Assateague. That's yeah. where the miniature horses are. Yeah. Who gives enough, a shit? They do both come up, you know, oh right on top of each other when I, I looked up Miniature Horse Island. I don't give a fuck. What is it called? <laughs> funnel cake. Funnel cake. I got a funnel cake. And I got sick of it after a while, so I started tossing little bits of it up to these seagulls. Mm -hmm. And and pretty soon, I had a flock of seagulls around me, and I'm not talking the <laughs> 80s band. 
That's exactly what I thought of. Yeah, it's like, and I ran. I, I ran, ran so far away. You never get away. Anyways, <laughs> you had a bunch of sick. Were they were they super aggressive? Dude, they were up in my shit, like everywhere. You it fucking was, asked it for was it though. Super surreal. I mean, it was a little frightening because at that point I was reminded that the closest relative to dinosaurs on this planet are birds and I'm surrounded by them. Yeah. <laughs> and they want my funnel cake. Did any of them only have one leg? No. Damn. But I was like, at a certain point, I was gathering a lot of attention from people on the boardwalk too. You literally, you asked for every bit of it though. If you were throwing up funnel cake to them. Yeah. You were like, well, hey, birds that are going to peck my fucking skin off, come on down here. Everyone who was within in visual distance of this herd or this flock of birds saw me doing this. So I finally was like, you know what? I love an audience. I might as well take advantage of this. And I said, come to me, my jungle friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. And I got, I, a lot of, I, I got a lot of laughter from that. That was a, <laughs> that was well received by the I personally crowd don't, the audience uh, in general. Did, did did you really say come to me jungle friends during Fuck that? Fuck yeah, I did. I was just like oh, I, man, was I thought like, you were just making a joke. No, I totally <laughs> did that. And I, 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 I seen remember quite a few people laughing. It could have just been the people in my family, but you know how like you congratulate yourself like that was pretty good and everyone thought I was funny and I might yeah. have had a couple of beers in me. Um <laughs> you know. Well, you know. Because it was I, the boardwalk. That's also why you thought it was a good idea to <laughs> throw food to fucking, you know, uh, crazy sea pigeons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sea pigeons. Yeah, that's about what a seagull is. I've got a business proposal for you, my friend. We have to find a legal place to do this, but I'm thinking isolation glory holes. Hmm. Yeah. I see isolation glory holes. We just got to get the word spread out. Isolation tank, float your brains out, right? And then midway through it, <laughs> a mouth comes down through a hole. <laughs> a mouth comes down through a hole? How's that going to happen? Okay. You, mean you would have to go right. into the hole and out. Well, all right. So you, you're entered into a hole. <laughs> if a mouth if just a mouth comes down through a hole that's gonna be hella disturbing <laughs> well you're not gonna see it <laughs> i don't i know but it's disembodied so, mouth so <laughs> if it's a lovecraftian horror <laughs> if, it, if it's a lovecraftian horror from hell so be uh, it it's not something you can see i mean you know it's fine it's like a it's like a mouth on the end of a trunk you just <laughs> exactly <laughs> you just don't question it you don't question where the sex comes from you just take it <laughs> oh see i was just oh, into just, so just having an isolation <laughs> having an isolation chamber and letting people bang inside of it that was all i was thinking of <laughs> you took it to a different level there. yeah i took it to body horror <laughs>